Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Francisco, Rojas. An inmate at a federal prison. This call is being recorded and is subject to monitoring. Hang up to decline the call or to accept. Dial 5 now. If you wish to block any future calls of... Hello? Hey, Francisco, how are you? I got a call last summer from a man I'd been trying to talk to for a while. A man named Francisco Rojas Hernandez. Where are you? Are you in, you're in California. Actually, I know this. I had read about Rojas in the news and then sent him a typed letter at the federal prison where he was being held, asking if we could talk. So when he called me a few weeks later, I was pretty excited. I'm just going to cut to the chase if that's cool with you. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I knew very little about him, except that he'd been involved in a massive smuggling operation, helping migrants enter the U.S. illegally, and that he'd hit on a pretty genius strategy, recruiting new smugglers who might be able to evade detection at checkpoints within the U.S. Yeah, I was the one that was recruiting um, the Marines. Marines. Rojas was recruiting and paying U.S. Marines to get migrants past Border Patrol checkpoints. How, was it your idea to start recruiting the Marines? Um, honestly, they just kind of fell uh, into that moment at the right time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good people to have smuggling, you know, like nobody would suspect them. Yeah. It was all through a, through a friend who she was like, oh, hey, you know, like, my friend is actually, you know, a Marine, and he wants to make some money, so should I send him your way? And I was like, you know, I, I kind of had, a, like, a light bulb, and I was like, you know, like, yeah, send him my way, like, ASAP. smuggling is seeing a spike in business. A money-making enterprise for smugglers and for Mexico's powerful cartels. A human smuggling investigation led to the mass arrest of 16 Marines from the 1st Marine Division yesterday at Camp Pendleton in California. The pair were pulled over with three undocumented immigrants in their back seat. Authorities here have arrested 18 Marines from this base, some for allegedly helping ferry undocumented immigrants into this country in exchange for money. I'm Emily Green, senior reporter with Vice, and this is Vice News Reports. I guess I know nothing about you. <laughs> like, who who are you, and, and where are you from? I'm 23, mm-hmm. and um, I was born in San Diego, California. Uh, my parents come from Mexico. Okay. I've been reporting on immigration for five years, 
on the hundreds of thousands of people who enter the U.S. illegally every year because there are no legal pathways available to them. At first, I, like most people, largely thought of smuggling as something that happened south of the U.S. border and across it. But in fact, evading detection inside the U.S. is a crucial part of the journey. And so human smuggling happens all the time within the states, often carried out by U.S. citizens. I'm going to turn 24 in in a month, basically, in in August. And uh, yeah, I've pretty much lived in San Diego my whole life. I have to say, I like talking to Rojas. He was charismatic and open. He told me he got into the smuggling business really young. Pretty much got involved with with this when I was 18. I met a, a, a random person through Snapchat. Wow, through Snapchat? Yeah. That's why, how does that even work? Um, I don't know, I, I just had a lot of random people on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them posted a story one time and he was like, hey, like, Rojas says he responded to this random guy's story on his Snapchat, offering some quick money, a couple thousand dollars in a few hours. Rojas told me social media is a new way of recruiting people into this type of work. Work that's dangerous, but promises easy money. So Rojas met up with a the guy. They smoked some weed. And he was just like, oh, well, like, all you had to do is go pick up The guy tells him all he has to do is drive south towards the San Diego border and answer a phone call. The person on the other end would give him directions. Then Rojas would drive to a point where he'd be told to slow down and then stop. A few people would run from the bushes and hop into the car. Rojas' job was to drive the migrants towards downtown San Diego without getting caught at an immigration checkpoint. Rojas says he did this work for a few years. He made around $500 for every person he transported. There were usually two or three people per run. How, how many trips do you think you did before you got caught? Oh, my, I did at least... I did at least, like, 100. At first, Rojas says, he wanted to work just long enough to have the money to start a legal business, a restaurant or a clothing store or something like that. But the more money he made, the more money he spent on restaurants, casinos, weed. So Rojas stayed in the game. And then one day he got a call from a guy higher up in the smuggling hierarchy, offering a promotion. And so I told him, yeah, okay. Like, you know, I'm more than willing to because, you know, like, I'm trying to make more money. Mm -hmm. I started taking over and I started, like, looking for um, people to do what I was doing. So did you kind of graduate from doing the trips yourself to recruiting people? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Basic, basically, it was that. You were moving up the ladder. Yeah. Rojas had been doing this for a few months when a friend comes to him and says she knows someone looking to make some extra cash. She tells him... My friend is actually, you know, a Marine, and he, he, he wants to make some money. The Marine was from a local base, Camp Pendleton, outside San Diego. Rojas offered the Marine the same deal he was given, $500 per migrant for driving to the border, pulling over at an agreed-upon spot, letting three to four migrants into his car, making it through the immigration checkpoint, and finally, 
dropping them off outside of Whole Foods or McDonald's 30 minutes outside San Diego, where the migrants would get into someone else's car to continue their journey. These migrants were already in the U.S. when the Marines picked them up. But after the border, there's 100 miles of checkpoints on roads and highways that stretch well into the interior of Texas, Arizona, and California, where migrants can be easily caught and quickly deported. So they rely on smugglers to hide them along this stretch, inside of dump trucks, tractor trailers, even coffins. There's a lot of money at stake. Human smuggling is a multi-billion dollar industry, and that money trickles down to people at every step along the way. The person above Rojas, he made $5,000 per migrant. And of course, as a recruiter, Rojas got a raise. I was only getting paid $2,500 per person. $2,500 is pretty good money (laughs) per person. Yeah, so if it was like three or four, you know, it'd be $7,500. If it were four, it would be... uh, 9,500 in a day, and then the next day we'd be back at it again. Wow. So you think you were pulling in, you were pulling in some good money? Oh, yeah, we were pulling in major money. For sure, I want to say more than 500,000. Per year? The Marines generated a lot of that money. That first Marine connected Rojas to others, and then others. Eventually, Rojas said he had a whole roster. He was in touch with them constantly. He said in one week alone, he made $20,000 off the Marines. And they were perfect, because who would suspect a Marine of human smuggling? Rojas even described the Marines as obedient. Even when they didn't wear uniforms to pick up the migrants, it was clear they were military. They had that clean-cut look, buzz-cut hair, Marine Corps stickers on their car. Some even made sure to put their caps on the dashboards. But two of the Marines that Rojas recruited did get caught, and their arrest unraveled the whole scheme. Those were the ones that led to the whole, to the whole investigation. That's after the break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Good morning. This general court martial is called to order at Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton in the case of United States versus Lance Corporal Byron Law, United States Marine Corps. Lance Corporal Byron Law is one of the Marines Rojas worked with, and he's one of the few who stood trial. 
Your Honor, I want to uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to apologize. In December of 2019, I made the single worst decision of my life. Before his arrest for smuggling migrants, Byron Law was an ideal recruit for the Marines. He was a high school junior when he met a Marine recruiter at a mall in Texas. The recruiter was so impressed by Law, he made a point of keeping in touch with him over the next year, until Law signed on to enlist. For Law, the Marines offered a path to continue his education for free, and joining the Marines was a safe choice in what had been a difficult life. My mom, uh, she, when I was born, she passed away when I was about the age of three. Um, my father was just in and out of my life, um, just due to his incarceration. Um, after that, I lived with my aunt. I lived with her for just from the time that I was three up until my 15th birthday, uh, when she passed away from liver cancer. After bouncing from home to home, he moved in with his best friend's family for his final year and a half of high school. Law seemed to thrive in the Marine Corps. He was often appointed as a guide during training exercises and helped recruit new Marines. But about a year and a half after enrolling, Law got a call from another Lance Corporal who had a business proposition. Uh, he got in contact with me telling me how he made $1,000 in a night. And I asked him how. And he told me that it was driving people. He didn't say that at the time they were immigrants. Um, he told me just driving people from down in San Diego, San Diego area up to Del Mar. And then from there, they would go up with someone else. Take it as a result of this conversation, you express interest in also making money? Yes, ma'am. I just want to highlight, $1,000 in a night is a lot of money. And especially for Lance Corporal Law and his fellow Marines. They made around $26,000 a year, less than California's minimum wage. The Marine puts Law in touch with Rojas, the smuggler I spoke to. And soon, Law is going on runs. Did you guys do this multiple times? Yes, ma'am. Did you subsequently learn that some of the individuals you transported were, in fact, aliens? Yes, ma'am. How, how is it that you learned that? Uh, from conversations that I would have with them as we were coming back from picking them up. And they would just tell us why they were coming here, the things they were trying to accomplish. And what were some of those things that they said? Somewhere to just get back with their families that are already here. What was your understanding with regards to why they needed you to, to transport them? To get them past um, the Border Patrol checkpoints without, any, like, without them being stopped or questioned by security, Homeland Security there. Did you get paid? Yes, ma'am. How much? $500 per person. Is that why you agreed to transport the aliens for private financial gain? Yes. It's not long before Law also starts recruiting his fellow Marines, including David Salazar Quintero. They're both in their early 20s. All right, I asked him if he wanted to make any extra money, um, just because I know his lunch corporals didn't get paid much. And he told me yes, because he needed to pay off his, like his um, tax order in California for his registration for his car. Um, he said it was like two grand, so he needed to make two grand. I told him that I could help him. I knew a way that I uh, could help him make that amount of money. Law says the whole thing quickly became routine. Over the course of just a month, he'd gone on four runs and recruited several other Marines. He was also selling small amounts of drugs, cocaine and LSD, on and off base. But it was Law's fifth smuggling run that exposed the whole ring. 
The morning of July 3rd, Law and Salazar Quintero had gone to pick up migrants. They were trying to make a run before the July 4th weekend. Law and Salazar Quintero pulled over on the side of a highway in the desert, about seven miles north of the U.S. border. Two men and a woman ran down the hill into Law's BMW. But the Marines didn't know that a Border Patrol agent had been looking for the migrants and had seen Law's black BMW make a suspicious U-turn. Within minutes, Border Patrol agents pulled Law over and arrested both the Marines and the migrants. These arrests caused a domino effect. The Navy Criminal Investigative Service, or NCIS, began an investigation to uncover just how deep this conspiracy had penetrated Camp Pendleton. Footage has surfaced of the July 25th arrest where over a dozen Camp Pendleton Marines were taken into custody for an alleged smuggling ring. In July 2019, the command at Camp Pendleton called 800 Marines into formation. The Marines were made to line up in morning formation. And then a sergeant major called out the names of 24 Marines, one by one. A commanding officer told the Marines they were, quote, jeopardizing our success in battle, endangering all our lives, and that their behavior was contrary to our core values. Thursday's arrest of 16 Marines occurred in dramatic fashion in front of their own entire unit. Then they arrested 16 Marines in front of their entire battalion. Another eight Marines were pulled away for questioning about drug-related offenses. But attorneys for the arrested Marines argued that the mass arrest violated a military principle known as unlawful command influence. By publicly humiliating the Marines, in intentionally seeking to influence the court-martial process. The public humiliation of my client and others in that arrest was wrong. It was illegal. The attorney accused Navy Command of being more concerned about its image in the press than actual justice. She says the way the Marines went about the arrest was embarrassing, as the formation was allegedly called for an award ceremony, which turned out to be the opposite. A judge agreed and the Navy was forced to dismiss charges against most of the Marines picked up in the mass arrest, with the exception of a few who had already pleaded guilty. With most of the Marines off the hook, Law and Salazar Quintero became the public face of a scandal that neither began nor ended with them. Law pleaded guilty, and a judge sentenced him to 18 months confinement. Salazar Quintero received 12 months. Rojas, the smuggler who recruited them, he cut a deal with federal prosecutors and only got 10 months. We emailed back and forth for a time while he was in prison, but then he stopped responding. He was released in January. We asked NCIS for an interview, but they declined. We also put in repeated requests for an interview with the Marines because they know this is a problem and we wanted to speak to them about it. They also declined but they did send me this statement. Quote, Leaders engage daily with their Marines and sailors, modeling excellence and reinforcing our institutional values of honor, courage, and commitment. Despite these efforts, some still choose to engage in criminal behavior, and we will continue to hold them accountable. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to apologize. In the summer of 2019, I made the single worst decision of my life. At the court-martial, Law made a statement about everything that happened. Everyone here knows in the beginning it started out as a financial gain for myself and just the others that were involved. He said his actions were driven, yes, by money, but also by sympathy for those he was transporting. After riding with um, immigrants in my car, didn't hear exactly why these 
immigrants were coming over to America and the things that they were trying to do. Um, it kind of just went from uh, a whole money motivation to just the kindness out of my heart to help someone else because you never know when you're going to help someone or when they might need help. I know it's not correct for me to help them the way I did, but it's just kind of gave them a foothold into America to figure out what they need to do. And from there, they were going to go back to Mexico and try and come back to the States legally. We reached out to several of the Camp Pendleton Marines charged with smuggling. Most have never been named in the media, and they didn't respond or refuse to talk with me. I can't really blame them. They're trying to rebuild their lives as quietly as possible. One became a model, another's an accountant. Salazar Quintero said he planned to enroll in a community college. Law moved back home to Texas. I contacted Law multiple times for an interview. He declined. Salazar Quintero also declined to comment through his former lawyer. The smuggling industry, it's still thriving. It's still a multi-billion dollar business operating on both sides of the border. The Marines are just a small, newly visible part. In fact, on Christmas Day 2021, Border Patrol arrested another Marine, also based at Camp Pendleton, for smuggling migrants. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thanks to reporter Matthew Gelt and editors Michael Learmonth and Deborah Bonello. Vice News Reports is produced by Sophie Casis, Jen Kinney, and Adriana Tapia. Our senior producers are Ashley Cleek, Adiza Egan, Sam Greenspan, and Steffi Karayuki. Our associate producers are Steph Brown, Sam Egan, and Adriana Rodriguez. Sound design and music composition by Steve Bone, Cran Bandy, Natasha Jacobs, and Kyle Murdoch. Our executive producer and the VP of Vice Audio is Kid Osborne. Janet Lee is senior production manager for Vice Audio. Fact-checking by Nicole Pasolka. Our theme music is by Steve Bone. I'm Ariel Zimros. I know podcast hosts say this all the time, but please take the time to rate and review this podcast because it really does help other people find the show. Vice News Reports drops every Thursday, so be sure to check back in next week.